I believe a healthy mind creates a healthy life. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, the creator of the Healthy Hustlers podcast and mama who is obsessed with self-development and personal growth. After several years of climbing the never-ending corporate ladder, I waved goodbye to a job title and salary I once thought defined my success and embarked on a life full of good health, wholesome conversations, nourishing relationships and a career that fueled my soul. With an aim to help positively change the way you think one healthy conversation at a time, during these solo episodes, I'll share stories, insights, and practical tips and tools that I hope inspire you to shine bright through positive thinking, gratitude, manifestation, spirituality, and powerful mindset practices. If you want to remove limiting beliefs, have the confidence to embrace fear, and know that you are wildly capable of achieving your wildest dreams, then buckle up because you are in exactly the right place. Hello, hustlers. I hope everyone is well, especially those in lockdown. I cannot believe that almost half of our population is in lockdown once again, Um, but I'm sending love to everyone right now. Um, It has been a while since I've been able to get a solo episode into your ears. I am in the process of moving home and things are a little bit hectic living through lockdown again, once again, take five um, and yeah, moving home. So I wanted to bring you this episode, which is actually a replay from an interview I did on the Rise and Conquer podcast with my beautiful friend, Georgie Stevenson. Um, This was actually the first interview I believe I recorded since having my baby girl Georgia Florence and Georgie is one of my besties and she has a great way of being able to dig really deep and get all the goods out of me so I wanted to share this episode with you in case you haven't heard it on the Rise and Conquer podcast um, because we really dive into I guess some mindset shifts I had to make to leave my corporate job and start the Healthy Hustlers as well as how motherhood has been quite a spiritual awakening for me. So I really loved recording this episode with Georgie. Georgie and I did our live podcast events together, the Rise and Conquer X Healthy Hustlers events back in August 2019. And ever since we have been so close, um, we have the deepest, most beautiful chats. And yeah, I just love her so dearly. And I really loved recording this episode with her. So I really hope that you enjoy it too. And you get something out of it. If you are just starting your business journey, if maybe you're thinking about stepping outside of your comfort zone and starting something new, or maybe you're embarking on motherhood, I'm sure there'll be something in this episode for you. So sit back and enjoy. Introducing Australia's new feel-good place for all things health, beauty, and wellness. Beautifullyhealthy.com.au is now open. Hustle your way to beautifullyhealthy.com.au and explore their range of over 6,000 health, wellness, and beauty products. Sign up as a member and you'll receive 15% off your first purchase. Maddie, welcome back to the Rise and Conquer podcast. Oh, Georgie, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super, super honored to be here today. Well, I actually, I probably shouldn't have said welcome back because we actually haven't done, uh, like, I haven't interviewed you, but you have been on the podcast because I did your replay episode of me. Plus, I feel like, I feel like people just know who you are because of our events and everything. <laughs> yeah, so true. It's so funny. I actually um, was playing back an old podcast the other day and our trailer for our event popped up and I was like, oh my goodness, it gave me like goosebumps listening to it. I was like, oh, it was the best feeling hearing that play again. 
Oh my God, wasn't that a bloody, that was a good time of our lives. Oh, that was a very good time. That was honestly like would be my top five things in my life ever by far. It was amazing. 110%. And RNC them, if you don't know what we're talking about. So it was 2019, wasn't it, Mads? Yes, August. Yeah, August 2019. Yeah, so 2019, me and Maddie joined forces, joined podcast forces and did like a mini tour um, down the coast of uh, Australia. So we did an event in Brisbane, Sydney and Melbourne. And it was, I don't know, it was very surreal. It was like, the first time I've done event or anything like that. And Mads, she comes from an event background. So she was like handled a lot of it. And it was just, I don't know, it was so much fun. We met so much of our communities and it was really surreal. Hey. It was so surreal. It was just like the most magical time, but almost the most aligned. Like I've never felt so alive and so aligned in all my life. And, you know, we created such a special friendship out of it as well. And even our husbands did. And yeah, it was just such a special time to share together. And I'm incredibly grateful for it all the time. Me too. And then we fully tried to do them again in 2020, but COVID did. Seriously. (laughs) COVID is still really um, hurting our dreams. It Um, really is. But let's get into the show because that was the most random intro ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Mads, welcome to the show. I'm so excited we're finally doing this. Me and Mads actually filmed this last year and then I remember we got cut off for some reason. We both had to go and I was like, oh, we'll record the rest later. And then we just never got to it. So we're just re-recording and yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. A lot's changed since then as well for me. So I'm glad we're redoing it. I'm excited to be here. So um, I know I said this to you before the call, but it's actually my first manifestation of 2021 that's coming to life. So I'm very excited. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It's, oh, I bloody love you. So Mads, she is so into like manifesting and like, you know, all the, all the stuff that you know, I love to talk about. So we're going to get into that. But first of all, um, Mads, what's your favorite quote to help you rise and conquer? Well, I think this really changes for me depending on my season, but at the moment there's two, I've got two and I've made them up myself and they just feel quite aligned. And the first one is that you are wildly capable of achieving your wildest dreams. And for me, that's just, it's just a bit of a checkpoint. I just, I constantly remind myself that, you know, there's, it's not a race. um, There's no timeline. You'll achieve what you want when you want and you're capable of doing it. Um, But my favorite one is that I'm not here to play small. And for me, that definitely reminds me to rise and conquer. So that's been a really powerful one for me, uh, probably over the last, probably more just the last couple of months. And I think, you know, George, we always talk about it where we hate staying in our comfort zones. And I think I spent a lot of 2020 with just the nature of what 2020 was and everyone, everyone probably feels the same, but you know, I did spend a lot of that year within my comfort zone and it's probably the longest time I've ever spent inside a comfort zone. So it's just my reminder to keep getting outside of it because I know that that's where the magic lies. Yes. And, but that is like, that is so understandable because of 2020, like, you know, COVID and also you were a new mum. So yeah, well, I, I should have said this at the start 
are. Um, but can you give the audience a bit of a, I just assume everyone just knows who you are, but <laughs> can you give the audience a bit of snapshot of who you are and what you do? Of course. So um, I'm the creator <laughs> and the host of the Healthy Hustlers podcast, which Georgie, you have been a guest on several times and, and where we built our friendship through. Um, I'm also a mum to a very vibrant little 16-month-old, Georgia Florence. Um, she's the absolute light of my life, but also making me a very exhausted human <laughs> um, at the moment. And I'm also a wife to my now husband um, of 10 years, uh, Ryan. We met actually when I was 21 in Byron Bay and we got married there in 2018. I am a cancer and I'm very true cancer. I'm a very sensitive soul. I'm quite intuitive um, and I like to think I'm a nurturer and I'm absolutely obsessed with health, mindset, personal development and hustling with heart. Oh, you just bloody summed that up. <laughs> I I love that. So Mads, let's get straight into it. So before you were talking about, you know, this coming on the podcast was one of your 2021 manifestations. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what, like what you want to get out of this year and what this year is going to look like for you. Oh, that's a big question. Um, it's I, I know. I've, I've thrown you a bit of a curveball, but let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, you know, and I know we were speaking before this interview, but I at the moment feel so spiritually connected, like more spiritually connected than I than I ever have. I've grown up quite a spiritual person, to be honest. Um, and I probably didn't realize that until later in life. But, you know, my mum lost her parents when she was really young, well before I was born. And she used to at night make my brother and I choose the two brightest stars in the sky. And then she would say, well, that's Nana Lee and that's Papa Rusks. Give them a kiss. Good night. And so I've kind of always grown up um, with that really spiritual way of life in a way or feeling like there's always something bigger working in our favor and so at the moment I feel so spiritually aligned and so connected and I think as a result I've actually been able to really take my foot off the accelerator and really just take a step back and start this year a lot more slower and a lot more considered and in a much healthier and more vibrant place. I think in the past I've always kind of just gone in all guns blazing and then got halfway through the year and felt so burnt out and exhausted and maybe that I haven't achieved as much. So this year I'm really starting slow. I'm actually technically not um, starting my working year until March, which probably sounds crazy for an ambitious um, person, but that's where I'm at at the moment. But I do have some pretty big goals. And I think, you know, I really have focused this year, especially on setting myself up for success when it comes to my manifestations and spiritual practices. So I spent the first three weeks of the year literally just digging really deep and finding tapping into my intuition and really asking myself what I believe I'm here for and how I believe I can bring more light this year and how I can shine brighter and how I can be of service to others. And that has been through meditation, constant journaling, um, really diving into manifestation practices as well. So I've read a lot of different books on manifestation over time and, you know, obviously I take a lot from what you talk about on your socials and I've done a lot of work with Gabby Bernstein in the past as well. And so I've kind of feel like I've collected all of these 
these practices um, and people's different ways of manifesting and I've made my own and, and I really have wholeheartedly dug deep into that this year and spent a lot of time on, on my vision board and connecting with, you know, the things that are on my vision board and then from that setting goals um, that I do want to achieve over the next couple of months or to 12 months. Oh my goodness. I just love that so much. First of all, I love what you said about, you know, you didn't go into the year like guns blazing and, you know, being all crazy. And you actually started the year like very, um, like very soft and very like inwards going inwards and doing those practices. And it's funny because I actually was talking to someone in my DMs yesterday and she said, you know, like I'm so busy. I, my mind's so busy. So much is going on. I really feel out of alignment. How do I get back in alignment? And I, I'm someone who loves to talk about alignment. And I literally said to her, you need to get still. You need to stop doing, you need to start being because when we get still and when we get quiet, like that's when we get the aligned guidance. That's when we get, you know, the aligned next steps and really hear ourselves. And I think because we live in such like this, like busy, hectic world where, yeah, like you said, it's like the start of the year and everyone's doing and um, that sort of thing. We can often forget that it's like almost as simple as you just need some quiet time. You need to stop doing and you need to um, start being. So yeah. I absolutely love that you did that. And I can see from your socials and everything like that too. It has been really amazing for you. And also just to touch on, I love what you said about manifesting because I also am such a big believer that, you know, we, yeah, we can chat about manifesting and, you know, we have all these different concepts and books and like you, I have read so many, but honestly, it is going to be a little bit different for everyone. And there's going to be, you know, different practices that you prefer and that you work well with and all that sort of thing. And I think, and that's actually something I teach within my course, the project is I go, look, here's what I do. Here's my formula. Here's all the concepts, but you need to make it your own because that's when it works. Yes. I love that. And I I think that that is exactly, it's so true, you know, and for me, I think the big piece of the pie that I was missing with my manifesting for a long time was the feeling of feeling good, you know, and really getting energetically mm, high aligned. Vibes. High vibes, you know, the the things that we need to get to a higher va- vibrational level to attract the greatness that we want in our lives. And so for me last year, the lack of feeling good was such a huge block for what I was dreaming of. So I I was very intentional this year. I was back at home, you know, where I grew up in Cape Patterson with all of my family. We, our house is 200 meters from the beach, the most beautiful beach in the world. And so I had this beautiful opportunity to be very considered, considered with my time and to invest a lot in feeling good. And I think it was the first time in a long time that I had felt good. And so. From that, naturally, you know, it's, it goes back to what we're just saying about creating that space. You know, naturally, you start to get these messages from your higher self or these things start to feel right and more aligned because you have the space to let them in. So for me, it was yes. almost like this time just investing in me and in my health and um, my spiritual practices felt so good that I almost haven't wanted to rush back to work because I'm like, no, this feels 
exactly where I'm meant to be right now. And it's also stopped the comparison games and the doing things for the sake of it. And I feel just very like I'm in my own lane and I'm doing things for me, which is a really nice feeling. Oh, I absolutely love that. And yes, I couldn't agree more. And also like, I love what you said about the, um, like the high vibes and, you know, like the actual feeling good. And I think, I think people do often forget that component of, you know, they can do their meditation and they can sit in the feeling of what it would feel like if they had achieved the manifestation. But it's also like, you know, the vibes for the rest of the day. And it's really funny because at the moment I've had like the most hectic week. Um, you know, it, it was the, it's the enrollment of my project. Um, lots happening. I still have to do all my other businesses and I'm noticing I'm getting, you know, a little bit stressed, a little bit of anxiety and stuff coming on. And literally what I will stop and do if I'm like feeling that kind of like that, like slump, I will go into the kitchen. I will say, Alexa, and then I play my favorite song and I literally will just dance it out. I don't know if you've seen me dancing a lot on my socials, (laughs) but it's because like when you, and this is kind of like, uh, little practice of like when you dance you're literally shifting energy Mm. and when you dance to one of your favorite songs and I'm running around the house with the dogs and it's like at the start I didn't want to do it and then I like you know I feel the happiness I feel the the fun it's about like feeling those feelings so like I will make myself do stuff like that just to kind of shift into that higher vibe not even for the sake of manifesting something but just to feel good in that moment yes I love that so much G and it's so funny (laughs) because like you know the thing is that we are always manifesting like if we know it or not like we it's either conscious or it's unconscious like we are constantly manifesting and whatever our thoughts are we are turning them into our own reality so the more positive thoughts that we can have consistently the greater things that we're going to keep attracting and um I actually had who I know you've had on your podcast but I had Rochelle Fox on my podcast at the end of last year she's, she's amazing she's incredible isn't she I love her and she actually said about yeah having a manifest a manifestation song that you align to and it was really funny one day when I was sitting on the beach and I was journaling and like you know the waves were crashing and it was just like the sun was beaming down on me I just felt so so deeply connected to nature and the universe and my Mm -hmm. higher self and I thought I just I can't live with just one song I'm gonna sit here and make a manifestation playlist and I actually made myself a playlist I think maybe with 14 songs but what I did in that moment was I played every song and I like anyone walking past would have thought that I was absolutely crazy, but I literally sat there and like was almost like I was performing on stage in my head. Like I got the vibe so good in my body and like the, you know, the cliff at the beach was my stage and I was just really feeling every single song and looking at this beach and this beautiful place where I grew up. And now every time, yeah, like you, I'm in that slum or I'm just like, oh, life or George has woken me up during the night. So I feel, you know, tired and exhausted the next day. I put on my playlist and I have all of those visualizations of sitting on the beach and all of those feelings automatically just fill my body. And I just feel so aligned and electric again. It's such a magical practice um, that I'm definitely using a lot at the moment. Oh, I love that. And I think that's also like, I'm great. 
Um, I, I'm glad you touched on it because it's not like this place of, you know, you learn how to manifest, you learn how to shift your vibe, and then all of a sudden your life is just perfect. It's like, no, you have to continuously, you know, practice these practices. You have to continuously like learn new ways to shift and be onto it. And I think mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's just like your fitness journey where you've got to continuously like work at it um, and be consistent with it. That is so true. And do you know what? It it actually takes me back to like last year. And I think for the first time in a really long time, I really had to practice what I preach. And what I realized during that time, you know, well, sorry, for context, I was in, I live in Melbourne. So we spent most of the year in lockdown um, and Georgia was just started crawling and started walking during that time. So it was pretty hectic being locked in an apartment with a toddler, um, not really being, only being able to leave the house for four reasons. But what I realized during that time, or one of the greatest lessons for me has been that, you know, mastering our mindset is a constant work in progress. And there's always new hurdles and challenges to overcome. And we'd never really know how we're going to respond to a situation until we actually live and breathe it. And I think, you know, for me personally, I worked a lot on my mindset when I when I left my corporate job to start the Healthy Hustlers to remove a lot of limiting beliefs that I wasn't smart enough. And then I had to master my mindset again, you know, when I was pregnant to be in order to have the natural kind of drug-free birth that I was desiring. And last year I was reminded that like, you know, I had to go work on it all over again. Like it's a it's a constant work in progress. And I think that's the same with manifestation or our health. Like you would know firsthand how much our health is a work in progress and we're always having to kind of check back in and and rework it when situations occur a hundred and ten percent we'll be right back after this healthy break australia's exciting new online destination for all things health beauty and wellness is now open If you are passionate about health and beauty and you want to look and feel great, then beautifullyhealthy.com.au is for you. As an online health, beauty and wellness community, members will benefit from relevant on-trend brands at affordable prices, gifts, specials, rewards and rich content. It's your one-stop online shop for all your health, beauty and wellness needs. It's everything you need for your medicine cabinet, a curated selection of your favorite beauty brands and a full range of your wellness needs from your vitamins to your yoga mat and everything in between. Plus, by simply buying any product from beautifullyhealthy.com.au, they shall donate a percentage of profits to a humanitarian or health cause that you choose. So register to become a member and claim your 15% off your first purchase and enjoy shopping at the feel-good place, beautifullyhealthy.com.au. Well, let's get into that because you said uh, you were just chatting about, you know, that practice of mastering your mindset when you left your corporate job to start Healthy Hustlers. And I love that. Like, it's literally the first 10 minutes and we're like straight into the middle of There's like, there's no messing around here. You can tell that we, um, you can tell that we're best friends. So seriously, they're always like, if I ever record with someone and it goes like straight into a topic and we haven't even asked a question, I'm like, oh, this is so my type of person. And I just like love those <laughs> chats so much. And you, as no. we know, are my person. You're literally my person. So I'm not surprised. 
no surface level chats here, guys, straight into the depths of manifestation. But let's, okay, let's back it up a little bit, Matt. So, <laughs> Um, so you have a very similar, um, story with me where you had a very successful corporate job, you know, you quote unquote made it, and then you decided to leave that and really kind of pursue your own thing and you started your podcast. So can you tell the audience a little bit about, you know, the reasons for, um, leaving your corporate job and what the transition was from corporate into, uh, you know, finding your passion. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started my corporate career or working career at the Cotton On Group, which is a global fashion retailer. Um, and I was there for about four and a half years. So I worked across at the start in their charity events and then as the event manager for Cotton On Body. And I loved the energy there, like the plate, the energy in that place was literally electric. And I was always outside of my comfort zone. I really feel like that is where I learned how important being outside of your comfort zone is for your personal growth. Um, and so each role I had there, like I was so highly underqualified for, it's not even funny. Like it's like, you know, I didn't even get an enter score, high enough enter score to get in straight to uni. I had to go and study at TAFE first and then make my way into university. So like I was so underqualified for the roles that I was getting, but what it did was make me so hungry to grow and to learn and I guess to keep really paving my own path. And I really, you know, like I said, I learned how important it was to be outside of my comfort zone. And that's when I think I felt the most alive. But it was, however, a really demanding job and it required a lot of me both mentally and emotionally. And I guess as a result, I really struggled a lot with with burnout I had very little time for self-care or even knowledge of self-care, to be completely honest. And, you know, my relationship probably wasn't the best that it could be. And so I, there was all of these flow-on effects, um, even though I loved it. It was everything else in my world was not in sync. It was like my career was thriving, but every other aspect was completely out of whack. Um but at that time, I actually was working with a lot of the ambassadors, so some pretty highly influential people. And, you know, I would watch them and there were these people that were literally at the top of their game and they were hustling so hard, but they never, ever got burnt out. And I became quite obsessed, I guess, with finding out how they did it, like how, what healthy habits were they doing or what hacks did they have to allow them to always stay at the top of their game and to be that really vibrant, alive, best version of themselves. And so my husband's actually been very good at that, Ryan. He's, you know, he owns his own business and he's always been very good at investing in himself. And so throughout that time, I really started to inject some healthy habits into my own life. And as a result, I saw the benefits and I started to feel so amazing. But at the same time, I also was started to find myself in a very toxic environment there. There was a lot of people that were really dulling my sparkle and, and I was aware that I wasn't the best, most vibrant, you know, Maddie self anymore. I wasn't who I wanted to show up as every day. And so, you know, when things like that happen in your life, I think that you need to take a step back and start really figuring out what's important. And so for me, I really had to take a step back and I had to do, redefine what success actually meant to me. Like, did it mean the job title and the salary 
or did it mean a fulfilling, happy relationship and, you know, the feeling good and waking up feeling inspired and confident and alive? And, you know, that stuff outweighs money for me any day. So I kind of took matters into my own hands and I transitioned to a job in Melbourne closer to home. So that at the that point was an hour from home. So I was driving an hour to work each day. So I was kind of gone seven till seven, seven thirty, um, and then traveled all the time on weekends because I was in events overseas. Like I think at one point I did four countries in 10 days. So it was like incredibly intense. Um, so yeah, I got a job back in Melbourne for a health food brand, which I just loved. And very quickly I learned the importance of aligning your hustle with heart So they were a small business and I could really see that fire in their belly each and every day. And so it was also during that time that I was able to create more space in my life. You know, I was able to really think about what lights me up. What do I love doing at work? What excites me? What makes me feel like, you know, the Maddie I want to be? And I also found my creativity started coming back, my confidence, my spark was there And it was all because I had this extra space instead of driving to work, going into such a hectic environment with thousands of people every day. I was walking to work through the botanical gardens or riding my push bike for three Ks, like such a beautiful way to start and finish a day. And so all of a sudden I had this time and because I had this time and this space and this better connection with myself, I was given to the universe or my higher self what I was meant to do. And like, I guess the only way, like, and this might sound totally woo-woo or crazy to people, but like the only way I can describe it, and I remember the moment so crystal clear, is that I was walking home through the botanical gardens and the idea for the Healthy Hustlers literally hit me like a download from the universe. It was like something just dropped from the sky into my head. I knew the name, I knew the concept, I knew how it would make money, who would who would interview And I literally went home and I put together a proposal and I sent it to a friend to see if she wanted to co-host it with me. And yeah, that's kind of how the Healthy Hustlers was born. And then from there, it was just, just removing those limiting beliefs that I wasn't smart enough or, you know, strong enough to do this. And it was just about me then mastering my mind. Um, I knew the idea was good. I knew that I, I knew that I was capable. I just had to remove those limiting beliefs. And a lot of that just came down to action. So actually taking that action. Oh my God. (laughs) So many good nuggets that you just said. And it's just like, Mads, it's such an inspirational story. Like every time you tell it, I just sit there like, oh my God. Because (laughs) (laughs) no, it is because, and this is something I say all the time too, like, and (laughs) don't get me wrong when I say this, but like, you know, you're not special. I'm yes, not no. special. Yeah. We just, um, like you said, you have this whole process about making space and then, you know, this idea coming up and, you know, taking bold action and all that sort of thing. And I am the exact same. Like when I quit my corporate job, I had nothing. I had yeah. nothing lined up, nothing ready, but I knew I needed space to find that out. And that was a scary step. Like I think yeah. we can both be like, holy crap, it holy crap, when you work hard for something and, you know, you climb that corporate ladder or you, you know, have that degree and stuff and then you completely turn your back and do something else. It's like, yes, completely out of your comfort zone, but also now looking back, we're like, wow, imagine if we didn't do that. 
It's so true. And I guess, you know, and this is for anyone that's feeling the same is like, I always had this inner knowing that I was here for something more. Like I always, I loved my job. I loved my career. I always showed up to the best of my ability, but I always knew there was something more. And I think the more faith that I had that it would show up when I was ready, when I had the space in my life to give it my absolute best and to make it work, it would. And so anyone that's kind of sitting there thinking, you know, I know I'm here for something more or there's something greater for me, like trust that, trust that there is and trust that you are exactly where you are meant to be right now. Like I can honestly tell you that every single job, even the like, you know, hospitality jobs that I did for $20 an hour, like something (laughs) that gave me something. There was a reason why I was there. If it was for a communication skill that I I developed or a contact that I might have made, whatever it was, like wherever you are right now, you are there for a reason and you might not realise it right now. But I think the best advice I can give someone is just appreciate it. And one of the things I'm really, I think that I've learned on this short journey of mine, but one of the greatest lessons is that we, our previous self, wanted to be where you are right now once upon a time so Mm. you know I'm really honoring that at the moment like my new season of motherhood and trying to juggle a business that I'm so passionate about is the toughest season I've I've ever had and it's a really emotional and it's kind of stripped me so far from from who I was but I'm reminding myself that once upon a time like younger Maddie all she wanted was to have a business that she was passionate about, to be married to Ryan and to have a beautiful baby girl. And I've got all of those things right now. So I'm learning to be so grateful and appreciate them day in, day out. Like no one ever says it's going to be easy and no one ever says it's always going to be fun. But the more that you can appreciate where you are right now, I promise it makes the rest so much more better, like so much more amazing because you were just so filled with gratitude each and every day that you were you were living what you desired. Yes, gratitude is so, so important. And I think also that's, I'm glad you touched on that because that's such a great point of, um, you know, like it's okay to want more and it's okay. Like that is not selfish. Like something, again, I'm going to keep talking about uh, my Rise and Conquer project and it's just no. because I've been and like- And so you should, my- girl. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> talking um, to like everyone about it. So like, and that's like the whole thing is like someone will DM me and they'll be like, you know, like I, I do feel like I, you know, want something more, blah, blah, blah. And they almost feel guilty for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, No, that is like, it is never selfish for wanting more. Never feel guilty. That a hundred percent, like you said, Mads, it's put on your heart for a reason and you need to trust that. It's only when you ignore it, it's like, that's when you get out of alignment. As long as you are listening to your heart, listening to your intuition, that is like, you know, everything's going to be okay. And I also love what you said about you know, all your different jobs and like everything needing to happen exactly as it did. Oh my God, 110%. And it's like, yeah, being grateful for everything that has happened because if you can't be, you know, grateful and happy now with what you have, you literally never will. Amen. That is honestly like so important, isn't it? And it's like, you know, we both know 
the like the more that you get, it does if you're not happy within and you're not content, other things filling up your world aren't going to make you happy. They might for a short period of time, but if you're not completely happy and content within, then how can you expect other external fillers to fill that void? A hundred, a hundred and ten percent. And even this is kind of a bit left field. Um, but I just, it just kind of popped into my brain then. But it's almost like even with the whole, you know, going after what you want and taking bold action and following those desires. I again said this to someone in DMs is like, if you can't bet on yourself and you can't bet on your desires, it's like, how can you expect other people to? That was such a huge takeaway for me from your pod, your last podcast episode, which was about investing in yourself. I, I messaged oh. you after it and I was just like, you are a boss. Like I loved that episode. Your podcast is the only podcast I ever listened to. Um, everything you say, oh, I just I sit there going, yes, yes. Oh my God. Like this is why you're my girl. <laughs> but that was such a huge takeaway for me. For me, because it is, it's so true. Like if you, if you can't bet on yourself, how can you expect everyone else to? And it's the same with happiness. Like if you can't make yourself be happy or be happy within, how can you expect other people to do that for you? Yes, exactly. Oh, I just love talking to you. I I feel feel like we're we're almost like the same person. Hey, (laughs) it's so true. Like you say something and I'm like, yes, I resonate. And this, and then I say something and... (laughs) It's this like is the like first a little. Yeah, no, you go. I yeah, I was just oh, gonna no. say that's kind of like our podcast events. Like I remember the whole time me just going, "Oh my god, I resonate." <laughs> it's so true. We literally are. We're the same person. You're just a much younger, wiser version of me. I always am like, I don't know how you're so wise for your age. It's amazing. You're such a huge inspiration. I'll stop it. I'm literally, I'm so, I'm definitely an old soul. Hey, I'm definitely 100% in a young body. (laughs) Definitely. Um, Definitely. (laughs) In saying that, when I got my palm and like cards read, the lady did say I was a new soul. She's like, you haven't been here many times. And I was like, are you sure? (laughs) I think with you that, and this is, it's something I talk about a lot, but I think with you is that you have, awareness. And I think a lot of this stuff, like our mindset, our health, all of that comes down, like is a starting point of being aware. If it's aware of your body and triggers with your body, um, aware of what makes you feel good versus what makes you feel bad. Even it literally is an example, but when you said, when you recognize that you're in a funk and you go and put the music on, like that's the awareness. You're so aware of what makes you feel good versus bad, what's serving you, what's not. And I think that that is such a key starting point to this whole, you know, mindset, health, journey and obsession really is because once that awareness is there, it's like you just want to keep bettering yourself. You want to keep learning. You want to keep growing and expanding. And and as, as a result of that, you also want to start sharing and to help everyone else around you feel the same. So, I think that that's that's just my take on you. <laughs> that is actually so insightful, and I I actually kind of agree because <laughs> I agree. Um, I I agree in the way of when you think about like um like you know your I know you know about like limiting beliefs. When I'm talking to anyone about limiting beliefs, literally the first thing I'm like 
it's fine because, you know, they're like, oh, I've got this limiting belief. And I'm like, the fact that you are aware of it is Mm. literally like it's going to be fine because so many people don't even have like that first initial awareness. Because if you think about it, if you're aware of it, um, you can change it. Whereas if you're never aware of it and it's just constantly like in your subconscious, um, it's hard to pick up. So I appreciate that's actually such a compliment to me because I do kind of pride myself on trying to be very like aware of myself and others yeah no I think it's such a beautiful quality and you know and I you know I hope you don't mind me touching on limiting beliefs but for anyone no let's I guess (laughs) if they were listening to that and being like oh my goodness I wouldn't even be aware of you know my limiting beliefs or I do want to add that like I feel like I have been one thing I always try to do is check in on my privilege and from that I mean you know, I had a very idyllic childhood. I have a very privileged life in terms of my circumstances. And I don't mean I get handouts or anything like that, but, you know, I grew up in a family with two parents that are still married, that both had businesses. I lived in the same home till when I was 18 and moved to Melbourne for university. Like they're things that I constantly check in with and realize that they are very privileged situations to be in and to be raised in. And I had a mum who raised me a very confident person. So, you know, she used to think, say things to me like, the sky's the limit, baby, or the world's your oyster. And I know they might just sound cliche things, but when you're hearing them as a young girl, the whole way through your childhood, like you totally believe them. Like I always had an inner belief that like I could do whatever I wanted. And I think it came from a place of unconditional love as well. I was never scared of failing because I knew that my parents didn't really care if I failed. It was just have a go at it. And if you're good, awesome. Like if you don't, well, what's the worst? You've had a crack. So I do try to often check in with that and remind myself that like that is a very privileged upbringing to have. And a lot of those things are second nature to me. So, you know, then the awareness of my limiting beliefs were there because they'd never been there before, you know, not thinking that I was smart enough, hadn't been there until I went to high school, you know, thinking that I wasn't capable didn't exist until my later years at Cotton On where I was having my sparkle dulled. So I could be aware of those things quite quickly because it didn't feel true to me anymore. So I just want to give anyone, I guess, I hope it gives a bit of confidence or I don't want anyone to be sitting there being like, oh my goodness, like I'm not even aware of this. I've got so far to go. Um, just know that we're all on this, our own unique journey and we're all here for different reasons and we're all paving our own paths. And you know, the more that you can honor yours and the fact that you're even listening to a podcast like this, like you're on the right path, like you are trying to better yourself. And I love that. And you are in exactly the right place. Oh my God. I love that so much. Thank you. I feel like I rambled then. (laughs) No, that was so good. And I'm so, I'm so happy you touched on that. And I could not agree more. So I want to switch gears and finish off the podcast chatting mum life because, and I'm sorry if this is a bold sort of statement, but I know you, much like me, you're very career driven. You're a very motivated, you know, inspired person. Um, And I know that, you know, you have kind of explained to me that, you know, mum life at the start was a bit of a hard transition, um, but I feel like you have come such a like long way and had your own journey with it. Could you chat a little bit about that to the audience? 
Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so I, I, as I mentioned at the start, I am a semi-new mum, 16 months in, which still feels, it's weird. G, it kind of feels like my G, who, yes, for everyone listening, the name came from Georgie. <laughs> so funny we did our when we did our live events and I had Georgia like literally two weeks after and everyone was messaging me like um did you name your daughter after Georgie Stevens (laughs) I was always like remember me I was like yeah she did she loved me it honestly came from when I interviewed you and you were just so driven and inspiring and I was like this is what I want my daughter to be like I want her to have that strong name so Georgia for me just represents such a strong independent career driven like aspirational woman look she can be whoever she wants that's what it that's what it represents to me can I just butt in there and just say that is literally like my favorite thing ever the fact that your gorgeous little girl is like named after me and I mads like I actually I still remember clear as day like our first podcast when you came to my little house in Holland Park you and Teagues and we just clicked and I remember because you hadn't told anyone you were pregnant (laughs) and you told me and I was like oh my god I remember even like touching your belly and everything it's just it's so special oh no oh it feels like it was so long ago but yeah I remember going home to Ryan after that because we didn't know if we're having a boy and a girl and we could not decide on girls names and all the names I liked he hated where the boys names were like totally sorted and and yeah, it was just after that podcast and I was like, oh my goodness, like this name. And then, you know, I thought about other Georges I know and I'm like, yes, they're all such strong women. And like, if I have a girl, that's that's what I want it to represent. And yeah, our family all just love the name and, and she suits it. My little, I've got my big G now, oh my, my little gosh, G. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so mum life has completely, to be honest, like I had um, Not So Mumsy on my podcast a while ago and she said this quote who I sorry that I can't quote who it's by. Um, I've completely forgotten, but basically the concept, I like you, I remember laughing in your podcast when you said you always butcher quotes because I always butcher them as well. But basically the concept of the quote was that motherhood will strip you so far from the person you once were, but it'll put you back together as a person that you're meant to be. And I think for me, I'm finding so much comfort in that right now and trusting that that is right because I think it has completely stripped me of who I was um, and but not in a bad way, like not in a way that scares me or makes me sad. It's just that I feel like a completely different Maddie is being born and I feel I trust that it's going to t- bring me to a more aligned and truer version of myself and I feel like or I know that I am exactly where I'm meant to be but I think motherhood is one of those things that you could just you could never ever prepare yourself for, you know, from even just from growing a child to then birthing a child and you go straight into breastfeeding and waking up four times a night to feed the baby. And it's just this pure exhaustion that you've never, ever, ever felt before, which obviously brings about a lot of emotions um, and a lot of new feelings and experiences and you know, there's definitely been for me a lot of grief in missing my old life because I am quite career driven. And I think at the point where I had Georgia, I was probably at my ultimate best. I was, you know, we were two weeks out from doing our events. Like I've never felt more aligned um, or on the path that I'm meant to be on. So it kind of stripped me straight back and then we went into lockdown. So to be completely honest, I'm still trying to piece it all together. I think I'm really trying to 
honour my season of motherhood as best as I can, I'm still really learning to surrender to it and to to show up as the mum that I know I'm capable of being. You know, I think some days I'm so fixated on what I want to be doing, what I want to be striving to do, but then I have to take a step back and remind myself that this is where I am and this is where I've always wanted to be. And so to be present in those moments and I think sometimes the days everyone just says to you, oh, go so fast, but like, you know, it feels like it's been my whole life already and not in a bad way, just that like it doesn't feel fast right now, but I know in five years' time I'm going to look back and be like, my baby girl's going to school, like where the hell did that time go? So I just keep trying to like – visualize my future self and be like, she will be sad that she wasn't present enough in these days. So just like honor this, do what you need to do, like show up as best as you can. But I'm also being kind to myself around that. And I think there's any mums listening is I try to remind myself that I'm not always going to have it right. I'm not ever going to be close to perfect, but Georgia chose me for a reason. And there's lessons and experiences that she needs in this lifetime that I'm going to teach her that will help her be the person she needs to be in this lifetime. And so every time that I feel guilty for not being there enough or for not being present enough or for not showing up enough, I just remind myself that it's okay, you can do better tomorrow and she's chosen you for a reason. Oh, (laughs) Mads, I'm literally like getting a bit emotional. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is just like the most, like the what you said about how Georgia chose you and like you were like, you know, meant to bring her these experiences and show up for her and all that sort of stuff is like literally the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Like oh. I literally wrote down the time because I'm like, that's going to be the intro. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. All right, I was like, oh, I'm maybe getting sidetracked with the question and I got so into that. But, um, yeah, I think, no. you know, I am a – I think deep. Like I'm a deep thinker and I think I'm always trying to digress my experiences and, and especially when then – not always easy. Like it's definitely not easy at the moment all the time. It's like, it's beautiful and it's, it's amazing, but it's not always, it's not always the best time. And I don't always feel the best. And so I'm constantly trying to, you know, find the lessons in things or or understand them better. And so that in particular is, is bringing me a lot of comfort right now. And I know I like I also just keep thinking to myself when I get too caught up on my own I guess dreams and aspirations is like you know I'm raising a female of the next generation like that's if I can swear fucking epic like that is just so cool like she's gonna like us grow up with her own aspirations and desires and dreams and like like I get to be a part of that so the moment that I get too caught up on myself or what I feel like I need to achieve I just I try to remind myself of, yeah, how lucky I am to be a part of her journey. Oh, oh my goodness. I literally like I got goosebumps when you said that because I – and like the fact that you're like I'm just figuring out motherhood. It's like no, Maddie, you have figured it out. <laughs> 
and it just sounds like I'm just so happy for you because it does sound like you're like you said even though you know you definitely would have hard days and stuff like that I can just tell from your mindset that you were in such like a a, like a really good place um and yeah I'm just like so happy for you too um to finish off though I would absolutely love if you could give um because like you said like it is hard um I'm sure you have your days and I know when I'm like going to be a mother in the future I will struggle this but struggle with this but how do you kind of juggle the whole you know making sure you're present with Georgia and looking after her and her needs also make sure you're looking after yourself and your needs plus striving you know to have your business and keep doing that and keep working towards your goals like what advice would you have for other mothers out there oh to be honest like I'm I'm really trying to figure that out right now like I really am I think I'm Mm. I think when you can find moments in the chaos like make those moments calm and and figure out what's not serving you. Like for me, a big piece of the pie is not being organised. That's in our home, in life in general, like not being organised is not serving me right now. And so a huge focus in George's naps is like, you know, I just cleaned out our pantry, for example. On Sundays, I'm scheduling time to like food prep. I'm using her naps to yeah clean out cupboards and prep our dinner. You know, bringing finding those moments to just figure out what's not allowing you to show up as the best version of yourself, I think is really important. But like, I don't get that all right. Like there's days where I literally in her nap will sit on the couch on my phone on Instagram because I just need a moment to myself to like, not even think, (laughs) you know, like I'm definitely not there. Um, But I think surrounding yourself with other mothers who are aspirational as well, you know, my Instagram now I do make sure is is filled with nurturing mothers who I feel connected with. There's there's so many different types of, I guess, parenting or ways of looking at things and not getting caught up in what's right or wrong and knowing that there's actually no rules. There's no rule book. There's no one way. It's been a really big piece for me um, as a mum who has, I guess, more trusted her maternal instincts and I try to really harness my inner my inner maternal instincts and my inner knowing rather than jumping to a book or Google. And yes, those things are great if you need them. And I'm, I'm not saying not to do that, but that's the type of mum that I'm starting to be or, or, or feeling the most confident in. So I'm surrounding myself online and in conversations with other mothers that, that are the same and that have those similar values. So I think there's so many people out there who are always willing to support you and to give you advice um, so just be open to that and just know, like, seriously, just know that you are doing a freaking awesome job. Like if you're a mum, you're killing it. Just trust me. Just know that you are killing it. Like you're raising a human being. Like that is freaking awesome. That's all you need to worry about. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much for bringing that to the RNC fam. And to finish off the podcast, I have two questions. So first question is, please tell us when the next season of The Healthy Hustlers is out, when we can expect that. And I'll make sure, you know, I leave links for you and the podcast in the show notes. And then also, if you can leave us with some, uh, you know, a little bit of inspiration and motivation and leave us with the best piece of advice you have ever received. 
Oh, well, thank you so much for that, firstly. Um, I know you have such a beautiful community on here, so I feel very honoured to be able to, yeah, take that they're taking time out of their day to listen to us chat. And, um, yeah, if you would like to connect, I would love, love to meet you and connect with you. Um, My podcast is The Healthy Hustlers and it's available on all the good potty apps um, and it's a series of healthy conversations with influential hustlers just like your girl, Georgie Stevenson, um, and <laughs> my Instagram is Madeline Carafa. Um, but I guess a piece of advice, oh, I think, you know, I know you talk about something really similar, but the best piece of advice I've ever been given, and it was such a massive turning point for me, was be you, everyone else is taken. And I think the moment that I allowed myself to truly be me and appreciate me for all of my unique qualities and strengths, the magic really started to happen. Um, So I think the more that we honour who we are, knowing that we're all here to pave our own path and we all have our own unique qualities and magic, the more happier and healthier lives I believe that we will live. Oh, What a beautiful, bloody piece of advice to finish this episode. Maddie, thank you so much. You know how much I love you and this has just been the best. And yeah, thank you so much for making the time and joining me and the RNC fam today. Oh, gee, thank you so much. I just adore you. You know that. I love you so much. (laughs) And I feel so grateful to be here. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.